unwritten rules of Facebook. It cut all of our ad costs by over 70%. How do you want to be able to take in all of this data that's around us? Some of these campaigns have done up to $20 million in sales. I think this is going to be the future for the next 10 years. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss, Heather Havenwood. Look, our whole world revolves around our iPhone, iPad, Droid. You know they say we look at our phones on average 150 times a day? And if you're a small business and want to actually grow, you need to reach people where they're looking at and listening the most, their smartphones. See, marketing via text messaging is a great way to start and it's super easy. Just text the word START to 72000 to learn more about my friends at Mobit. They're marketing experts and they will show you how to use text messaging for your business and to get more leads and convert them amazingly. Again, text the word START to 72000. Again, that's text the word START, S-T-A-R-T, to 72000. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. And today I have Jamie J on the line. Hey, Jamie, you there? I'm here. I'm excited to have you on the phone. Now, we are talking about a day before a podcast movement, and you're going, yes? Yes. Can't oh. wait. Tomorrow morning at uh, 5 a.m., I'm, I'm off to the airport. Off to the airport to Chicago for Podcast Movement 2016. So I'm not going, and I feel like kind of like the loser in the room. <laughs> not going. I should go. I just didn't like schedule it. My birthday got here and I went to Vegas. I partied too much and here we are, right? So I'll be listening from afar. But you know, podcast movie is really awesome and since I'm only about less than ten episodes into my podcast, I know it takes it takes a lot to get things going. But you're kind of a um you know, you're someone who's already been around the block in the podcast world <laughs> and you just are launching at the podcast movement a new company which we're going to be talking about today. So yes. I want to tell people today a little bit about who you are, um, be- like the little bio part, and then we can jump into it. Does that work? Sounds great. Okay. So Jamie is an avid hockey fan. Now I have to say you are an avid hockey fan. And when I was on your podcast, I didn't even understand it. <laughs> I had to ask you <laughs> what that meant. And we'll tell the people there in just a second. He loves the competition spirit and the team aspect of the game. And he enjoys the sport so much. He decided to integrate his passion for the sport into his passion for marketing. And Jamie has been working in the sales and marketing arena since he left the army as a paratrooper for the 82nd airborne division in 1994. And thank Thank you for your service since we just had 4th of July yesterday. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And working for three different Fortune 100 companies, Jamie learned quickly how to build relationships. The challenging aspect of working for a large company was having the ability to be creative. This is the main reason he went out on his own and started his own business. His first business was as a partner in small California-based real estate advertising agency and publishing company. And after the burst, which you and I have that in common, in 2008, Jamie had to start over. Oh, been there, right? Yeah. As time progressed, Jamie found that he really enjoyed making websites for people, and so he started Slapshot Studio in 2013 and never looked back. And, of course, he enjoys traveling, boating, playing guitar, and hanging out with the family and playing hockey. So let's start with this. What is the name of your podcast? 
Name of my podcast is Stop Writing the Pine. Stop Writing the Pine. Now, people, you might already know what this is, but when I got on the podcast, I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Stop Writing the Pine. <laughs> He's like, it's a, it's a sport. So why don't you tell people? Because I, uh, I sure. still don't understand it. Sure. And and I probably broke every single rule that uh, every, every, I guess, non-written rule or non-spoken rule for podcasting is that you should come up with a name that people can easily recognize your show with. I didn't do that. So it's stop writing the pine is a sports analogy. That means get off the bench, get so off the bench, get, get off the bench, book, get in the game, get in yeah. the game, which I absolutely love the analogy of it. Right. Get off, get off, get off the, you know, just get off your tough as we call it here yeah. in, in, uh, in Texas. But I just love that because I mean, you're a paratrooper. So I actually wanted to, to talk about that for just a second. Sure. Explain to people what a paratrooper is. Well, former paratrooper, uh, it's, it's been a while, um, but I, I do have 30 jumps, 29 in the military, um, static line, and then one outside of the military, um, a free fall. And basically what a paratrooper is in the 82nd Airborne is it's, um, it's a, a first response reactionary force type of um, uh, group. And basically what we do is we are trained to go in and whenever there's a call or a need for us, we can respond to anywhere in the world within under 24 hours. And instead of marching in or going in by tanks, uh, we go in by C-130 um, aircraft and jump out of a plane, a perfectly good plane, and land wherever wherever the wind takes us. <laughs> wow, that's pretty awesome. Um, you know, I love the analogy of it because I, I, I've only skydived once in my life. And it's I think awesome that's, though, right? Yeah, and it was once enough. That was good to go. But I remember <laughs> when I'm up there because I was like all talk before that. I'm like, oh, I can do this. It's going to be so easy. Yeah. I'm all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm with my father and my boyfriend at the time, and we were all up there. So I'm with two guys, so I have to be like, oh, I'm good. You know, I have to yeah. act like I no got problem. this. And <laughs> it was Christmas. It was like the day before Christmas, like the Christmas Eve. And we're in Florida, and it was gorgeous. And I remember getting up there where it, it was it like 12,000 feet-ish? Yeah, right around 12, right 14, the, right yeah. in there. Yeah. And we're up there, and I'm thinking, okay, no problem. And all of a sudden, they open the door. <laughs> you know, and then there's that moment. And I, of course, I'm tandem, right? I'm tandem with somebody behind yeah. me. And yeah. he, the guy, who's, of course, bigger than me, starts pushing me. Like, we're going first. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Like, my claws came out of, literally, I started to grow claws, and I started clawing the entire thing. I'm like, <laughs> they're probably no. still, yeah, I'm sure my claws are still in that airplane to this day. And I literally was, like, trying to grab anything. I would grab people's hair. I didn't care. I was I was not going. And he just, um, he had this, like, oh, we're going. And he, he dropped my hands. He pulled me in, kind of like a bear hug slash gonna kill me. And we just went out. Like, there was no, are you ready? No, no. it was <laughs> next thing I know, <laughs> I'm flying and I'm just, ah, you know, going nuts. So I was the first one down, and then uh, wow. my dad came down and, and my boyfriend at the time, and I just had this, like, oh, I did this. You know, I did. Yeah. You know, and my dad started puking. Oh no! <laughs> my other boyfriend, my boyfriend was like, "Oh yeah, I got this." I'm, I'm like, "Oh, you're so full of it. I know you're scared out of your pants." You know, so that was a lot of fun. I had a good time, but I have to say, I'll never do that again. 
Oh man, so, I can't wait to do it again. Is, it is a lot of fun. It does. I actually did it because I had a personal development guy say, "Do that to overcome your fear." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and it did really help. So, speaking of fear, right, and starting a new business and getting off your duff and doing something great, you have launched a new business. Let's talk about it. What is it? Sure, um, we are in. Actually, uh, as of the time of this airing, um, we will have launched Podcast Pilot, which is an automated podcast service for people. And pretty much it's uh, Podcast Pilot and, you know, put your podcast on all the pilot. There's a lot of podcasters out there that find, you know, that want to do the recording and the editing and then write the show notes. And then they find that, wow. One one-hour episode takes like three to four hours to actually produce and publish. And um, the more and more episodes you have, the less amount of time you have to develop your business. And so what we decided to do was build Podcast Pilot. And it's um, an automated software platform where people can go in. All they have to do is record their episode upload it to our software and we handle all the rest. We publish it for them. We do all the editing, the show notes, the optimization, the images. We do everything for them. And uh, we found that we've had some pretty good response uh, as as of yet and uh, looking forward to sharing it with people at Podcast Movement. Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. And that, that is podcastpilot.com. And I have yeah. to say for someone myself who's, like I said, um, I'm only 10... 10 shows in at this point. Now, as we were talking offline, you know, um, I've done over 120 podcasts as guests. And I do, I do highly suggest that people who want to get into the podcasting world is to learn how to be an amazing guest. Because when you learn to be a guest, then you can produce because you know what it takes, you know, at some level, but it is a whole nother level. Like it's, it literally is like an upgrade, massive upgrade when you start producing your own show, because there's all these things like add ID three tags, and then you have a media host and a show <laughs> description, a show top title and a show notes. And then you had published it to WordPress and you convert to MP3. I can go on and on and on. There's all technical, technical stuff. So when you're a host, Right when you're running, you want to focus on being an amazing host with your amazing guest, and you want to leave the details up to somebody else. Would you say? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. You you said it perfectly. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I think with entrepreneurs and small business owners. Um, it's it's and it's hard for people to you know let let someone else take a hold of their their baby. Sometimes it's a challenge. But one of the biggest things I think, and you probably know this better than most. I know you do know this better than most. Time is your most important factor. And if you own a business, you, your your job is to network, to tell people about it, to, you know, keep that keep that engine going. And, um, you know, why get why get drawn down in all the mundane details of, you know, the intricacies of dealing with stuff like editing a show and <laughs> writing the show notes when you could be out there, you know, marketing your business. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I think the number one the aspect of every business owner is to be self-selling. They got to learn to self-sell. So your job right now is to self-sell. So tell us more why you chose to go down this road because you already have a successful business at Slapshot Studios. So what was your like, hey, we're doing this? Because I really want to go down this road for just a second because I know podcasting is getting bigger and bigger and that's great. And I actually want to have that conversation too. Like what is the future? But why did you decide, okay, I'm going to put my energy into this? What was that for you? Uh, great question. So one of the things that I like to help others out with is is help with their messaging. And if you cannot convey 
what your message is in a simple sentence or two, then the likelihood of someone understanding what you're doing is going to be not good, <laughs> right? Right. So what we did is we had like a small little media agency and, and we were kind of everything to everybody. And I found that it, people were just getting confused. They're like, what do you do? You do <laughs> websites, you do this and that. So what we did is in, I think, April, March of this year, we said, you know what? Heck, we're not going to do the agency thing anymore. We're going to separate it out and we want to be able to provide each step separately but also, if someone wants, we can provide the entire solution for an entrepreneur. So we have the websites that we're building. That's great. That's your home. That's your foundation. You know, there's a lot of overwhelm when, you, when you're trying to get a business going. So we want to take that away. So that's why we'd have Slapshot Studios to build your website. Well, the next thing after that is, well, heck, you need to, you need to support that website. But you don't really have the time, again, time. We're looking at time. So we come up with Done For You WP, which is a WordPress um, a monthly WordPress service and support. Mm -hmm. And then we said, okay, so now you have the site, now it's supported, then how do you invite people? How do you get people there? Mm -hmm. Well, that's where we came up with both our Facebook marketing and our podcasting. And podcasting is such a powerful medium to get your message out there, meet other people. Um, it's just, it's huge. I can't see enough good about podcasting, as you know. It's, it's awesome. And then once you get people coming, now you're successful. Well, heck, what do you do next? Well, now it's time to scale your business. Well, how do I scale my business? Well, you hire a VA. So we came up with bottleneck.online and we have a VA service. So what? now we're marketing these independently. Our message is very clear for each one of these different facets of the journey. Um, so you can do it individually or you can take it on you know, as you grow, and that's what we're hoping. We're hoping to develop relationships at each different stage of um, an entrepreneur's or small business owner's business mm -hmm. life. And so that that was our that was our reason. Yeah, a friend of mine always talked about when you're working with a business model, you want to have it so that when people come into your realm, you're basically having them come into your entire business system, and that's what you've done. And I love that about what you're what you're talking about. And there's a lesson here for people in the entrepreneurship world is that when you create a business of just a service, you also want to create a business that once you get the client, what else can you provide for them? What else can you self sell them? Because once once you have that relationship, you begin to realize they have other needs and desires and things that you can provide for them. Um, one of the worst things I think a business can do is say, oh, I, we don't do that. It's kind of like, well, what do you need? We can find a way to do that. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's the best way to look at entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is when you have clarity. And when you have clarity, you have confidence. When you have confidence, you have freedom. And one of the services you provide in the podcasting world, I know for myself, uh, when I first started on podcasting, actually 2013, I only took out like six episodes. You can find it online, Sexy Boss Show. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. If you look at it, they're all, they're, they're all published on the same day. I, like, I had no idea what I was doing. And I outsourced to some dude to edit it. I don't even know if he edited right. I didn't know show notes. Like, I didn't know any of that. If he had come to me and said, hey, here's what we'll do for you. We'll help you with the ID tag and the SEO of this and the show description. Oh, my God, I would have paid him to do that. You know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand all that. Now I've learned that. So then now I hired the right company like yourself to do that. So what else inside of that as a, an entrepreneur can people say, hey, why should I start a podcast now? What kind of businesses you think now the future of podcasting? What do you where do you see in three years and who should start it? Great question. I say that right now we've moved from a 
uh, Mike Koenig says this. We move from a transactional-based economy to a relationship-based economy. The way that you're going to build business these days and into the future uh, is by building relationships more so than ever before. Uh, people have choices now. They have you know, tons of choices out there. So what's the best way to get through that? Break through the noise, right? Break through the noise of all the different messages and the advertisements out there. Well, the best way is to create content and create content consistently. One of the easiest ways to really spread your message and distribute it through all different kinds of channels, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, your blog, all this stuff is by podcasting. It's an incredible medium to explore. And when I said creating content, it's very important to create fresh content. Google loves it. Another nice thing is if you have an uh, uh, like an interview style format, like the show that you have where you get to interview me, what's nice is now you get to leverage my name. So you can yeah. actually, if someone Googles Jamie J podcast, you know, or something to that effect, if your optimization is done correctly on your show notes, well, guess what? You're going to pop up when someone Googles me to try and listen to a podcast show. And so there's all kinds of cross-marketing techniques and stuff that you can integrate in it. And I don't want to sound too technical, but overall, as long as you create content via podcasting, which is awesome, you get to meet people and create it consistently. Yeah. And that's really important. So you want to be out every Wednesday at 8 a.m. or every Sunday at midnight you want to post it. Whatever it is, just make sure that it's consistent because what will happen is it might be kind of a slow start because not too many people know about you. But the longer and the the longer you stick with it, and the more consistent you are, all of a sudden people you start getting fans, and they'll start they'll start expecting that new episode. You know, they have it they have it on their iPhone. Yeah, it's also evergreen, and that's one of the things I love about podcasting is that it's an evergreen. I feel it's an evergreen. I mean, sometimes you can listen to it and you go, oh, that was outdated, but most of it's an evergreen. Now, what I find is that one uh, my favorite podcast lately has been a political podcast, which. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I never thought in a million years I'd be a political junkie. But lately, I've been a political <laughs> junkie. I mean, there was a time in my life, you asked me who the president was. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure. <laughs> maybe it's Bill. Maybe it's Bush. Who knows? Um, now, I'm like all up on the day-to-day. You know, maybe I'm getting awesome. old. I don't, I don't know, Jamie. But I think <laughs> a lot of that has to do with how things have shifted. Because I can listen to my political podcasts or whatever when I want to. You know, when I choose yep. to. It's time shifted. Alex Mendozian talks about that. It's a time shifted conversation versus, oh, I have to sit in front of the TV at 6 p.m., which is kind of how we grew up, you know. And um, so I think that things are time shifting now. And the more they Mm -hmm. allow people to listen, read, find um, information that they want when the time that they want it it's like they can consume it at a higher level. Um, yep. and that's what I find. So um, are you still doing your, you're still doing your podcast, right? Oh, heck yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yep. We're uh, episode 80. I think we just recorded episode 87. So and go yeah, check so out his podcast. Cause I was an amazing interviewee. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> it's an amazing guest, I guess that's a word. I was amazing. I had, a, I had a great time on your podcast because I did show up and I didn't know you, which was kind of fun. I think that's part of the podcasting thing is like we meet and we're like, hey, how's it going? Um, and then, you know, then we have this conversation about my life and I have a conversation about your life. And then it becomes an intimate conversation versus like an email. You know, I think that's really important. So I have one question for you. You had the 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 
boom bust, I call it, in, in real estate in 2008 in California. But you're no longer yes. in California. You're in the no. middle of boom nut nowhere, as you call nowhere. it. So tell me <laughs> well, about that. Why'd I'm you in the there? middle of nowhere and hang a quick right. That. Got it. Okay. So tell us about that. How'd you get there? Um, I got here, I was coming back and forth, believe it or not, um, from, at the time I was living in Las Vegas, but I was coming back and forth, kind of helping my mom out and, uh, played some hockey out here, lined up on a face off against, uh, this cute little girl. And she was ragging on me a little bit and big old smile. And I said, man, I got to come back. So <laughs> you fell in love. That's what you did. Okay. I did. You fell in love. Jamie J fell in love. And there he goes from California uh, to the middle of nowhere. Yep. So here you go. So how many years has it been since you've been there? Oh my gosh. It has been fi almost five years in August. So what wow. is it like going from California to middle of nowhere? Well, um, it is definitely not as much traffic. I, you know what? I love California. It's all right. Uh, I, it just there's just too many people there. It's super expensive. Um, I lived 15 miles from work, and it took me 45 minutes to get there. Mm. Here, my, I, you know, I worked for my home studio. It's so awesome. My, you know, my travel in the morning, my commute is to the coffee machine. Yeah, my, isn't that great? <laughs> I mean, I have to say, people talk about, you know, creating a business and a lifestyle business on the beach. For me, a lifestyle business is waking up, maybe, maybe not taking a yeah, shower. Right. right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. It depends on what we want to do that day. And then going to the coffee machine, walking upstairs. Look, I'll be clear. I did take a shower today, but... I'll be honest, there have been many times, there have been many times I've done a podcast pretty much naked, you know, and, uh... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I have not showered today. <laughs> I smell you. No, I mean, there's, you know, one time, uh, and it was a couple weeks ago, my boyfriend was here and I told him, be quiet, I'm doing a podcast. So I did the podcast and I walked downstairs and I'm literally in my bra and underwear. And he goes, did you do it in that? Was it a video? I'm like, really? Really? You think I'm going to do a video with oh, the bra no. and panties on? He's like, what uh, are you What? What are you? I'm like, well, I mean, you know. Well, I am the chief sexy boss. I am the chief sexy boss. Right. So um, he sometimes gets all weirded out by that. I'm like, you do realize podcasting is audio, right? He's like, no. Anyway, um, so tell us more about what you're up to and what you're creating in the future, because you're about to literally, in a couple hours, get on a plane, head out to Chicago from Bumbuck Nowhere to Chicago, mm -hmm. and uh, go to Podcast Movement. And just tell us about, you know, who, who can work with your services and tell us about your future of this new company. This is pretty exciting. It, it really is. Thank you so much. Yeah, getting ready to head out to Podcast Movement, it's hard to believe it's already been a year. I went to Podcast Movement last year in Fort Worth, Texas, and it was so cool. I got to meet so many cool people, you know, the Cliff Ravencrafts of the world, John Lee Dumas, Mark Asquith, um, Mark Marin. Uh, and this year it's going to be um, Kevin Smith. You know, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting, the type of people that are really getting into podcasting. It's really becoming, you know, mainstream. So I'm really excited about what the next week is going to, what is going to hold. Um, a lot of networking, a lot of chances to meet people, see what they're doing, um, exchange ideas, learn different ways and new methods to improve on my current, 
you know, podcasts and stuff like that. That's so I'm really excited about that. I love getting out because, you know, working from home, you, you do a lot of stuff at home and you don't get out to these events that often. And once you do, you want to take full advantage of it. So really looking forward to that. And in the future, I'm just concentrating fully on the redevelop- redevelopment of um, each of our individual brands and, uh, you know, working on, you know, a, a marketing you know, outreach and helping people with their business. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal. That's what you're doing. So what's your intention of your podcast? Tell us about that. Yeah. And I say that, uh, yes, yeah. I'm, tell, I'm asking you this question from this perspective, right? There's people like listening, who knows what kind of business they're in. And mm. they're probably thinking, ah, it won't work for me. I right. don't know if I want to do that. I don't know how to like, what, why would I do a podcast? You know, so I'm I'm trying to narrow that gap or that that bridge from what kind of businesses would be best with podcast or some that won't. I mean, there sometimes I I tell my clients all the time, look, don't do that. Like it doesn't work. It won't work for this particular kind of business, right? Focus over here, not there. So I right. just want to talk about like your business. You're a, you were an agency. I know you've shifted, but for just mm-hmm. the concept of people, like it's an agency type model, meaning there's a particular kinds of services, right? So why mm-hmm. did you start the podcast and what was your intention behind it to drive traffic? What was it? Uh, well, my intention behind it to to tell you the truth, when I got started, I didn't know what I was doing either. I probably did everything wrong. But my main goal is I, I, it's, a, it's about marketing. So um, if you go to stopwritingthepine.com forward slash Heather dash Havenwood. Thank you, you very much. Go there now. Great example of, of what it is that we do. So we like to interview people that are authors, speakers, successful entrepreneurs um, that have a story to tell why they were successful and what they did and what they're doing and what they plan on on doing in the future. And I think it's really cool because the listeners that I call my opiners, they're entrepreneurs that may be looking for strategies to, for, you know, growth strategies and tips. It may be for that entrepreneur, that, mm-hmm. that person that really has this great idea or really has a dream of doing their own business, but they have a family. They're just not ready to, you know, they haven't been able to replace their existing income and they're trying to get there. So they'll listen to the show and learn different marketing strategies, um, how to write books, um, what to do in your business, how, how to set up a business. Um, I've even interviewed people with franchising experience uh, all over the place, but it's dedicated to entrepreneurs, small-time entrepreneurs, small business owners that are just looking for that edge, and even entrepreneurs and ways to you know plan to grow your business. And I think what I've found is that it's just been really helpful. I get a lot of feedback from people saying that they love the show. They've learned this or they've learned that or thanks for the, you know, having this person on because they, I learned a great tip from them. You know, little things like that, I think, go a long ways. Yeah, I think the other part of that is people start to know, like, and trust you in a particular way. People start to actually know more about you. It's more intimate. You know, and then when there's a relationship, they actually say, hey, I want to work with you because the website is great. But if you go to a website, you know, then you don't necessarily know everything. You can go check out podcastpilot.com, by the way. It's actually a really cool site. I have to say. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but what's missing for me on it as a customer is like that intimacy, you know, is that intimacy Mm. about, well, who's behind it? You know, because nowadays that's where we're at. Who's behind the site? Who's really behind whatever it is, because we want to know people do business with people. People don't do business with companies. This is so true. It's so true. And people forget that. And I was reading a book and I'm, I'm actually rereading my book. It's called the winning through intimidation by Robert Ringer. 
and he talks about this that people haven't changed. And this book was written in the seventies, okay? But this people right. haven't changed. Our technology has changed. But people haven't changed. We, as human beings, really haven't changed. He was talking about since biblical times. I mean, it's we are we haven't changed much, you know. And so, as selling and as communication and doing business, we do business with people we feel like know, like, and trust. And I think podcast so true does that kind of com- does that. So, have you ever had someone say, "Hey, uh, Jamie, I've heard you on this podcast. I want to do business with you." Have you ever heard, had that? Have you ever actually had that that connection? This is going to blow you away. Probably yeah. 60% of my business is from my podcast. The relationships wow. I've built, the listeners. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. And I didn't go into it for that. I went into it just honestly, just went into it thinking this is a great way to create some content. But I And, and I call it indirect monetization actually is what I call it. And I, a lot of people probably call it that, but that's that's what I call it. There's direct monetization where you can get sponsors and things like that, and there's indirect monetization where because of the relationships, the referrals, whatever it is that you build, either that pre-interview or the post-interview, yeah. um, that really goes a long ways. Do you find or have you found that you get more business from your own podcast or being a guest? Um, to date, it's been for my own podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, unlike you, I've not appeared on 120 shows. I've probably appeared on, I don't know, 12, 15. I, I couldn't even tell you, but it's very, very minimal. It's just that I haven't had the time. Yeah. Um, no, but, I understand but, that completely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for my show has been, been a blessing in that, in that way. And you, is your, now our show, you interview me, but is your show consistently an interview model? Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple segments in there that you know we've we've done where I've brought some friends on and stuff like National Podcast Day and stuff like that, and we're going to do some more for um, the podcast movement and stuff like that. But far and away, it's it's mostly an interview style. There's a National Podcast Day. I didn't even there's, know. Oh my gosh! Yep. It's um, trying to remember who's involved with that. I think it is uh, Ramen Noodle. Daniel Daniel J. Lewis is oh, involved with that. Funny. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. we have to go Google that <laughs> yeah. and figure that I out. Think it's called, I think it's called International Podcast Day. Oh, it's International. That's another thing with podcasting that I find fascinating is that even on my own stats and other um, podcast stats, when you you know, in iTunes, you can go and say, okay, yeah, I'm in America, but then there's a, there's, you can say, okay, I want to look at mm-hmm. other countries. And yeah. I always find it fascinating when you go to like China and they're like, people are downloading your podcast yeah. in China. You're like, what are they so thinking? Cool. And for some reason, <laughs> I have this like China so far, far away, like it's another planet. It's kind of like Mars to me. Yeah. So the fact that someone on like Mars slash China is mm-hmm. downloading anything and listening to, to me or someone else is just this fascination. And that's, yeah. that's what I call the American bubble, by the way. I know I'm very clear. I'm an American bubble girl where <laughs> I feel that life doesn't happen outside of us, even though I'm very clear. It does on some level maybe canada i think life happens a little bit in canada life happens okay. a little bit in mexico <laughs> but in the rest of the world i'm like ah screw them um i don't I mean in a loving way i just i know that i'm american that way i'm like ah stupid american i'm very right i'm stupid american <laughs> it's okay i own it you can call me stupid american you want. but do you find that do you look at your other stats like oh look oh, uganda yeah. Someone- 47 yeah. countries it was the last I looked. Isn't that cool? So awesome! I'm like, which is in in all in all um, honesty, that's not a lot of countries to be in for a you know for the other shows that are more successful. And, sure. But but for for me, it's like wow, 
you know, this it's just it's just awesome. It is cool. <laughs> it, I, I, it, I do think it's cool. I love that. Forty seven countries. I mean, honestly. I don't even know how many countries are out there. That's how blonde in America I am right now. I'm going to be honest. I don't. I know this. Oh, well, I'm right I mean, there with you. I don't I mean, know. <laughs> good. Okay, good. I can't even answer that. Where is my Wikipedia? Uh, let me Google that. Just one second. Um, I'm really bad. I know there's over 6 billion people on the planet. Ta-da. I know that. Hey, there you go. That's all I need to know, right? <laughs> and India has a lot of them. And yeah. China does too. And we're somewhere down three or four. And um, I, I know, I know who our president is. Exactly. I know my friend. I know who our friend. Yes, Mr. Obama is our president currently at the evergreen stage of this podcast. Um, and someday it might be Trump. We're not sure. We're not oh, sure. Oh Lord, yeah. Lordy, Lordy, look who's becoming president. Well, thank you for this conversation. So I just want to, you know, go ahead and, and shout out podcastpilot.com. And what is the URL again of our infamous interview? It is stopwritingthepine.com forward slash Heather dash Havenwood. That's me. But go check out his podcast. No kidding. It's really an amazing podcast. I had a great time on yours, and I know you have a lot of great guests. Uh, you're kind of be, you're a guy, be, what I call behind the scenes dude, where you're, you know all <laughs> these people, and people don't know you know all these people. You're like one of those guys. You're like what I call, you know, like a Batman of networkers, you know? <laughs> I love that about you. So, yeah, no, it's true. It really is true about you. So what are the, uh, where can people find you? Any other websites you want to share with uh, our listeners? Yeah, without uh, any kind of overwhelm, you can go check out SlapshotStudio.com. You can check out DoneForYouWP.com. And you can check out Bottleneck.online, which is our virtual assistant services. I meant to ask you about that. Before we go, tell us more about your virtual assistant. Um, Tell tell us more about that virtual Yeah. That's a lot of fun, actually. We we have fun with that one. And basically what we do is um, I, I... I source or find virtual assistants in America, Canada, and the Philippines mainly, and we do everything from administrative assistance. They'll book, you know, flights for you. They'll do all of that up to WordPress developers, programmers. So, if you have a need, you're growing, and you you just you need something to grow. The nice problem, the nice deal about this is when we outsource to say the Philippines, um, their economy is much different than ours. So we can instead of right now the average rate for a social media manager in the U.S. Do you have any idea? I don't. I'm going to guess. Uh, Hold on. Yes. For a year. Dun, dun, annual dun, salary. Dun, dun. Oh, annual salary? Yeah. Oh, I was going to do hourly. Mm. Okay, I'm going to throw out a number. 55000 Oh, my gosh. You nailed it. It's 55000 Oh, my God. Crazy. <laughs> I win. I win. I'm kidding. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So an average salary for social media manager in the U.S. right now is about $55,000 to start. And that's someone with a college degree and, and all that stuff. Where what we can do, because of the economy difference there, like, you know, the average rent in the Philippines, about 175 200 bucks a month. So you can see. But what you can do is you can actually hire somebody through our virtual assistance company. And that same position would cost you about half, a little bit less than that, a little bit more than half of the cost. So 20, 25,000 a year will get you a nice social media manager. And then the pricing is all over the place from there. You can get administrative assistance as low as six, seven, eight dollars an hour. Um, you know, WordPress developers that go for, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70,000 dollars a year here in America, you can hire for, you know, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 dollars an hour uh, through you know, the Philippines. So what's the difference between um, you guys and like Odesk? Because they, I guess they offer up 
the opportunity, but do you do more than just like a kind of like Odesk or Elan's one of those? Yeah, again, we go back down to kind of a personal relationship. Sure. So people come through our service. Um, we have a constant flow of new um, applications that we receive. And then, you know, entrepreneurs, small business owners, people like that that are looking to scale their business um, that don't want to cover all the taxes or the FICA or all that stuff, yeah. you know. It's, it's expensive hiring, plus, you know, hiring someone here in the States, whereas if they can outsource um, as a, you know, possible, it's, you know, marketing expense or whatever, it's it's a really affordable way to uh, get going. You know, it's, uh, you, you, you got someone that's that that's going to help you out and take care of you, just as if you had somebody coming into the office. No, that's great. And, you know, right now, Odesk, I heard they just upped their... Um I guess their percentage. I know that on the side of someone who's inter, you know hiring, right? The hirer, the entrepreneur, mm-hmm. it's about ten percent. But I just had a conversation a couple of weeks ago with someone who, she really, you know, she's a person to be hired on that, mm-hmm. and uh, she says she stopped doing it because it takes they take about fifteen percent on yeah. their side. And I thought, wow, that's an amazing business model. Twenty five percent of income created and they didn't do anything other than software wild Wild, right and it's amazing we are in a global we are in a you know global world now and i do i do love the fact that we have the access to even hire people in other countries and things like that so i love that what you're doing you really are creating not an agency you have to create a new name for the kind of company you're really creating you're really creating i don't know a a service-based studio company yeah, well, we wanted to separate each of them so that we could have each aspect or each stage of the process maintain their own identity. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's a nice way for us to build a relationship with somebody and offer them as their business uh, grows. We have an evolution in various stages that we can help them and assist them with along the way. And I just think it's kind of a neat way to, to help people out. Absolutely. Well, you're doing a great job. Keep it up, Jamie J. Go check his stuff out, <laughs> everything at slapshotstudio.com. But more importantly, you know, go create a podcast. It's, that's my yes. go do it. Just win. Go out there and do it. Create a podcast on whatever is floats your boat, either towards your business or a hobby. Doesn't matter. But go ahead and make that leap and check out podcastpilot.com. All right. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Heather. It's been awesome. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy. That is S-E-X-Y to 7200 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. For outside the USA, text SEXY to plus one three two three four five seven double two double eight. Text SEXY to plus one three two three four five seven double two double eight. Long-distance charges may apply. Heather wants to hear from you. Questions you want answered on the show. Comments, interview requests. Email media at sexybossinc.com or leave a private voicemail. 51 Boss Is Me.
Again, the number is 512-677-4763. Check out all of Heather's sites. HeatherHavenwood.com SexyBossInc.com E2Lab.com DatingTriggers.com This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.